What's up, everybody? How are you? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. Yes. We're going live once again to say, what's up, Miami? How are you, man? How's your night going? How are you boring people doing this evening that you're staying at home? Or maybe you're out and about on your phones watching me talk to you. Are you waiting outside a nightclub right now? Is that what, is that what it is? Is that why you guys are tuned in? Are they not letting you in? Oh, those assholes. Aren't bouncers the worst at a nightclub? They think they own the place. But look, dude, I know you're getting paid $20 an hour. You're not going to find any drugs on me, okay? You're not going to find any fake ID. So stop acting like you're all high and mighty because I'm trying to have a good time and you're waiting outside while I do that. Because, you know, bouncers, bouncers, in my opinion, they're haters, man. Bouncers only like women walking into the club, right? You ever seen a woman show up to the club? Oh, my God, Matthew, how are you? Wow. Bouncer's like, yeah, yeah, and then there you are. That was my date. Now, big-ass bouncer is there rubbing up on your girls. Like, I'm about to buy this girl drinks, and this guy is getting a hug right off the bat. <laughs> right off the bat. He's, bouncer's getting hugs and shit. I, now I got to br- bring her inside, buy her $18 cocktails. And then when you try to give her a hug, it's like, not yet. We're moving too fast. You just hug the guy. I digress. I hope you guys are having a good time out in Miami. Uh, since I'm already, in case you guys don't know, for those that are brand new to the podcast, I'm going sober. So I'm not going out as much as I used to. Uh, so I'm staying in on the weekends. I'm working on stuff. And today I even considered grilling for myself. I have this grill outside in this wonderful garden. And uh, I bought some food over at Whole Foods. And then I started kind of like cooking for myself because, you know, sometimes you got to treat yourself good, right? And when you go out to a place like Wild Fork and you see all the wonderful food they laid out for you, you know, elk, steak, churrasco, New York steak, they even got Wagyu. You know, you can go hard. If you really want to treat yourself out to a nice steak dinner, you get some of that Wagyu they got over at, at Wild Fork, you start grilling that thing. It's delicious, right? Uh, I've realized that I should do this more often to me, right? I should go out and I should buy myself wonderful food, cook it. But the thing, the thing about cooking at home is you've got to have the patience for it. You know what I mean? You've got to have the energy for it. You've got to have a good day because you're not going to cook yourself like a three-course meal when, you know, you had a shit day at the job. You know, you come home. You can, have all, you can have all the wonderful food and ingredients to make a wonderful dinner. But if you had a shitty day, you ain't going to cook nothing, <laughs> all right? You're going to look at a raw churrasco with cilantro on the side. But since it's raw, you're like, fuck that. I'm air frying uh, pizza rolls, right? You can, have a, you can have a New York steak with all the trimmings. But if it ain't cooked, bagel bites. Fuck that. <laughs> What's up, Anthony? How are you? KZ, uh, Miami home finder. Yeah, I've been attracting a lot of uh, realtors recently with my HGTV sketch. Shout out to all the new followers. Thank you for checking out MiamiComedy.com. This is a new project. Miami's never heard of something like this. Um, but yeah, man, cooked myself a nice meal today. And I, I wish I can do that every day, man. You know, because every day, I, Wild Fork is right across the street from me. I can just go over there, get myself a wonderful thing. But the shit, you know, not only is it raw, but then it's frozen. So then, you know, the delay and the patience for it to thaw, you just don't always have the time for it. But today, 
I got time. So uh, yeah, churrascos was on the menu with some potatoes, right? Organic broccoli. All right. None of that fucking grown in someone's backyard kind of broccoli, right? Where they use their bulldogs <laughs> fertilizer. I'm talking about home. Well, you know what? That actually is more organic than the way they grow broccoli. <laughs> I'd rather have broccoli grown in someone's backyard than to have some fucking machine cultivating broccoli in God knows where. Anna Realtor USA says, where are you in Miami? What area? Look at Anna trying to figure me out. And, you know, Anna could be with a fake profile. Like, I'm just a realtor in the USA, baby. And the next thing you know, I tell uh, Anna Realtor where I live. And then I get, you know, drive-by shot in the morning <laughs> while I'm grilling. We got this guy. Why are you trying to figure out where I live at, Anna? Creepy. Um, so, yeah, sometimes you got to go out. You got to treat yourself. You got to cook yourself something nice, right? Unfortunately, for me at least, I can't always do that. However, I have to make it more of a reason for me to kind of like make the effort. Because when you cook for yourself, you really feel good. You know what I mean? Um, And I I go online and I try to find like recipes and ideas. Like you ever like go online to kind of like get ideas on what to cook yourself, right? Like, oh man, I feel like eating something delicious today, but I don't know what to make, right? So you go online and then, you know, what's the first thing you see when you Google recipes, right? Or dishes, you get the food network. You guys know the food network, right? It's been around for years. I remember in the nineties as a kid, I would watch the food network just to see what a, you know, the kind of meals they make on there. And now as a grown up, when I look at home, uh, home cooked meals on quote unquote, the food network, uh, no one cooks like that. Okay. Mario Batali. No one cooks like that. Uh, What's the other guy's name? Emerald. Bam. That guy, you have too much energy to be cooking like that. And the reason you guys cook like that is because the camera is on your face. That's the only reason. Because if a camera wasn't on your face, you're going to be making some bull. If, if, if you were cooking in your house and somebody had a camera on you, you're going to be making the most delicious meals that you've ever even made. When, when the meal is done, you're just like, how did I make this? Oh, yeah, that's right. The camera and everybody is looking at me. But if there was no camera Fuck it. Ramen noodles, ramen noodles and boiled sausage. (laughs) With some pepper on top and some salt for flavoring. Uh, What's up, pleasures? Uh, Immaculate, what's up? IVN, welcome. What's up, Jess? We're here talking about some uh, some hope. I mean, what are you guys cooking for yourselves? Are you guys chefs in your own place? Yeah, every time I follow, um, you know, something on a video, I never really it's not as impressive as it used to be because the reason they cook like that is because everyone's watching you cook it. And sometimes you can follow the recipe down to a T you can get every single, uh, like detail, uh, in your food. Like, all right, step one, do this step two, do this step three, like, and you follow everything in the video, right? I made a whole apple pie for one. (laughs) Hey, Jess, you got to treat yourself, you know? Uh, now, when you say that you've made a whole apple pie for one, is there a sexual connotation to that? Is this an American pie reference? All right. I'm not judging you. Sometimes when you eat alone, you got to give yourself a happy ending. <laughs> you get one slice of apple pie, and that's just for the opening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would follow, you know, has this ever happened to you? You ever follow, like, every single uh, step-by-step? of the ingredients in the recipe. And then when, when 
it comes out, it's just like, what the fuck? This lasagna looks like a crime scene. Who's who's doing? Who did surgery on my lasagna? This thing looks like like it got dissected. It looks like somebody's trying to pull a bullet out of this thing. I tried making homemade lasagna once, man. It looked terrible. It looked like I was I was conducting surgery as I was cutting myself a slice. I was just thinking of like gore videos and shit. I was like, I can't eat this. This looks like skin on a dead body. This looks like something Jeffrey Dahmer would find appetizing. <laughs> Lasagna's so bad, Jeffrey Dahmer gives it five stars. Anna Realtor says, uh, just to know if you perform live anywhere, sorry to make you feel intimidated. I am real from the Canary Islands. I uh, live in Miami since 2014. Ah, I'm just messing with you, Anna. I'm just trying to like, you know, Say some stuff off the top of my head. What's up, Pedro? Welcome to the chat, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining me randomly on a Saturday night. I'm still exploring and experimenting to see uh, what night of the week I should do these live streams. So far, I'm doing Friday and Saturday. You know, it's been two weeks already. Just kind of getting the feel for it. I think both nights, since I don't really have shows Friday, Saturday. And I think, um, I think they get back into the live streaming world. I, you know, anyways, I digress. So, yeah, the lasagna would come out like shit. And, uh, and when you watch, uh, you know, the Food Network, they always cheat because they would be like, all right, everybody, now that we've got everything out of the food processor, we're going to put it in a bowl and then we're going to put it into the pan and put it into the oven and set it to 400 degrees and wait 30 minutes. And I already have the finished plate right inside. We're like, no, 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 time out. You're cheating. I want to see how your dish is going to come out wait the 30 minutes, cut the camera because whatever you're going to pull out of the oven, you didn't make. All right. Somebody in the back made it. So I'm not impressed because every time the muffins come out of the oven, they look perfect. But is it the same batter that she was making the whole time? Probably not. And I think they mold it so that it looks good on camera. Ah, isn't this delicious? Bullshit. Bullshit. You're cheating. So then when your food comes out looking like shit, what do you do? You resort to getting something out of the pantry, preferably in a can, because you can microwave this, right? You can eat this every day and make, <laughs> and make terrible health decisions. Yes, you can. You open up a can of what? Chef Boyardee. Uh, as a kid, I loved Chef Boyardee, but now I am utterly uh, disgusted by it. Uh, what's up, Karen? Get- People still call themselves Karen. Oh, look, Karen with a K-E-R-E-N. But you're not slick. It still reads Karen. <laughs> Maybe if I change the A to an E, they won't know that I'm, a re- that I'm really a Karen. What's up, Yori? Yeah, as a kid, I used to love eating um, canned pastas, like, you know, and they would put them into shapes, right? Like, oh, Ninja Turtles in a can with, with tomato sauce and like, oh my God, amazing. I'm going to eat Ninja Turtles today and Power Rangers. And, and then now you, you open up, a, you know, back then when you open up a can of that as a kid, you're like, oh boy, oh boy, this is going to be delicious. And then now you open up a can of Chef Boyardee as an adult and you're like, I got to make something out of my life, man. This is, this is terrible. I made some terrible decisions. <laughs> Dude, Chef Boyardee is really getting away with a lot by just calling himself a chef. The nerve of that, whoever that guy is or was, I don't even know if he exists. Is Chef Boyardee a real guy? Right? Is he like the Wizard of Oz of Italian food? (laughs) 
You go up to like uh, Chef Boyardee Mountain. It's just a guy, a hologram. Is that not even real? Because Chef Boyardee to call chefs come out of a kitchen. Chefs cook food in a kitchen. This chef is cooking food out of a warehouse. Canning it up and sending it off and then changing the shapes. And the nerve of the guy calling it ravioli. It's not ravioli. It's mush. Right? That's not ravioli. Those are little pockets of mush. They're, instead of hot pockets, mush pockets. You know what I mean? If there was Italian night at a, at a, at a prison, uh, they would, it would probably be Chef Boyardee. Subtega. Marcos. Yeah, man. I don't know. When it comes to me and eating food, I'm not picky at all. I'll eat Chef Boyardee if I have to, even if it disgusts me. All right. I'm not the kind of guy that if you were to lay food in front of me, I'm not going to be like, really, Chef Boyardee, right? Like if I came to your house and you served me up a plate of Chef Boyardee, I'm going to eat it and I'm not going to say anything, but I will go on the podcast later on that night and talk shit about it, (laughs) but I won't do it in front of your face, man. You know what I mean? Like picky eaters for me is like such a pet peeve because I don't know, I guess I was brought up where you don't complain about food, right? And so I just eat anything. You just put anything in front of me, I'll eat it. Uh, and, you know, I won't make it weird. Like, but you can't eat this, right? You're, like, You're not giving me fentanyl? All right, then I'll eat it. If this isn't poisonous, I'll eat it, right? But I know some people that are very picky. Do you know anybody that's picky? Are you a picky eater? Be honest. Be honest. You're a nuisance to society as a picky eater because uh, not, only, not only is it disrespectful for you to make somebody food and then they're just like, I don't eat that. It's like, what do you mean? Are you, you better be allergic to it, right? <laughs> Even then I would have a bad reaction to your bad reaction because you were allergic to peanuts. What do you mean your face is getting swelled up? I don't care if you're allergic to peanuts. Eat my peanut sauce. <laughs> be grateful. <laughs> Oh, look at you on the floor choking. Oh, wow. How dramatic. (laughs) There's people starving in Africa. (laughs) Hey, you know what? That's pretty funny. I like that one. That's a good one. That's a keeper. Uh, Yeah, some some people I know are very picky. Like, I would never invite them over to eat because, you know, they they make me feel like I got to give them a a menu on on what I'm going to make before they come over. Be like, hey, look, Sam. I'd like for you to come over and have dinner, but I know you're a picky eater. So here I took a photo of my pantry to show you all the ingredients I got. Maybe you can give me some suggestions. Uh, yeah, so uh, definitely not the Chef Boy RD, but I see you've got couscous, so go ahead and pull that out. I see you got uh, uh, canned tomatoes, definitely not that, but I will go with the can of corn. As a matter of fact, why don't you use that can of hummus, I mean, a can of uh, <laughs> chickpeas and make hummus. Oh, what's up, Jose? Nicholas, what's up? Tega RCH. Welcome, guys. We're here just riffing, talking shit about cooking food. Hey, look who got on the chat. Comedian JJ. Shout out to JJ, by the way, uh, who just recently did a very, very successful video with Only and Dade. Comedian JJ, hottest in the city, a.k.a. Young Netflix, who will be hosting our brand new. Oh, let's go ahead and announce it right now. Here we go. Ready? Wait, let's do it right. We got a brand new Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. JJ's on the line. Uh, JJ is going to be hosting Dom's Brickle Tuesday night starting October 26th. 
So uh, Sweet Caroline on Tuesday is no more. We have one more show. And then we're going to switch it on over to a bar down about one block. So if you guys want to go check out the brand new bar that's going to host our Tuesday night shows, you heard it here first. We're going to be doing a stand-up comedy show live at Dom's Brickle Tuesday, October 26, 9 p.m. showtime. However, show up at 8 o'clock to get some good seats. All right, there you go. Pull up every Tuesday to party. Don't listen to JJ. He's setting you up. Because if you're a girl and you pull up, JJ will be hitting on you before the show even ends. Like JJ would be hosting the show and he would get off just to go talk to you and your girlfriends before he goes back on. He'll get all you. JJ's the kind of person that would ask for your girl's number after you gave him yours. <laughs> JJ will get your number and then ask your girl for her number in front of your face. That's JJ style, man. Um, yeah, shout out to JJ. Congratulations, buddy. I'm glad you're making it hottest in the city for real. Uh, true story. <laughs> I know JJ too well. JJ, you got any, you got any uh, recipes? What do you eat? You, are you a picky eater? Do you know anybody that's a picky eater? Because if, if anyone's a picky eater, I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat them, eat with them in my house. I don't want to eat with them at a restaurant. Embarrassing me and shit. Yeah. Hi. Uh, what kind of cheese is in the cheeseburger? Is it like freshly sliced? Not too thick, right? I like cheese on my burger, but I don't like it too messy. You know, it's like, oh, my God. The waiter looking at you. This your girl? You're picky. Super picky. Oof. Yeah, our, our friendship ain't going to work when it comes to eating, JJ. I wouldn't want to hang out with you, man. Yeah, picky. I mean, the, if, I were to, if I were to say one thing that I find... Uh, a little bit of a nuisance is like olives. You know, for me, olives are just too, it's too salty. I mean, I'll eat it, right? But like sometimes, I don't know, alti, uh, so, uh, they're like salty explosives. It's like you, somebody serves you up a dish and they got olives in it. It's like, what are you doing, man? You can't even slice them shits. This, I mean, I can eat capers, right? Like when I have like a, 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 sal, a lock sandwich with like salmon or something, they serve it with capers on the side. I'll eat the capers. Because they're the size of a raisin, even though they taste like olives, they're they're small. An olive, man, they're sometimes they're like as big as grapes. And it's like, dude, can can't you why why so much olives? You know what I mean? Order up a martini, the, the fucking they give you half a martini glass and then the rest fills up when they put all the weight of the olives on there. It's like, dude, I'm not falling for it. Take these olives out, give me more martini. Because you ain't slick. These bartenders try to be slick, putting fucking olives the size of of golf balls on your fucking drink get the shit out of here fill my cup up i'm sober by the way guys so i don't have to worry about this shit anymore uh don't put that on my plate just bring my shit out plain <laughs> she can't be picky at wendy's <laughs> four for four and that's it jj is the kind of person that would ask you out uh, to a four course meal and it would be the four for four at wendy's <laughs> Hey, baby, let's go out and eat a four-course meal. Wendy's. Yeah, they got a four for four. <laughs> Play your cards right. I'll give, you, I'll give you a milkshake. Hey, you know what? The milkshake's over at Wendy's. They kind of slap. Not going to lie. I like them. You know who the worst kind of uh, picky eaters are? Vegans. You already know this. I've been a vegan twice in my life. The first time for six months and the second time for three months. Yeah, JJ, that's a tweet for sure. 
Took a girl out to a four course meal. Wendy's four for four. <laughs> we fancy, we eating fancy tonight, baby. Uh, yeah, can I get the zesty sauce, please? And the sweet and sour. I like to treat my girl right. Give her options. Uh, <laughs> boy, you talking like you went to Iraq. <laughs> Oh, man, JJ's Instagram is going to blow up right after that video comes out, man. I went vegan twice. I did. One time for six months and the second time for like two and a half, almost three. Uh, and I got to admit, man, I lost a lot of weight during that during that period when I went vegan, lost a lot of weight. And a lot of vegans will tell you, it's like, oh, you should you should go vegan, man. Vegan food gives you so much energy. You're going to be feeling great all the time. It's like, first of all, the reason why you feel like you have a lot of energy is because your body is dying from not having enough nutrients. So you go into survival mode. Your body thinks that after you had a fucking salad for the third dinner in a row, your body thinks like, I'm not getting enough protein and I need to harness some energy so I can go kill a fucking elk in the forest. <laughs> your body switches on to like panic. Oh my God. I got I to gotta fight an animal. I'm not getting enough protein in my system. I'm going to die. That's why you have energy. All right, trust me, I've been there. My body, I had a near-death experience being a vegan. That's how bad it felt. <laughs> oh, man, eating raisins like candy and shit. Uh, I went vegan twice. The things Manny does for play. What do you mean play? Like, like uh, you, you, you don't get, you mean clout? I, I don't get clout being a vegan. Are you kidding me? You tell somebody you're a vegan, you lose 10 followers right off the bat. <laughs> I'm vegan. Your, number, your numbers just start dipping. Every time you mention the word, yeah, I'm going vegan, guys. Do, 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 do. You start dipping on, in your numbers. Your followers say, fuck this guy, unsubscribe. They'll even block you. That's how offensive being a vegan is to some people. What? You're a vegan? Nah, man, blocked. No one follow, just blocked. You went vegan to get a chicken bed. Because when you eat her out, that ain't veganism. Oh! <laughs> yeah, man, vegans, I mean, I, I occasionally experiment with veganism because it's true. You do get some energy. Uh, you do lose weight very quickly. And you just start living like a more uh, ambitious lifestyle. You know, like you want to go out. You want to get fresh ingredients. You want it to be organic. And, you know, you kind of start feeling good when you, you know, when you first do it, maybe in the mornings you wake up and you're not feeling heavy and you're just like, I feel refreshed. But then at the end of the night, when you're eating um, a raw carrot, that's the thing about veganism as well. One thing I've realized is you got to be a really good cook in order to enjoy veganism, because if you're not a good cook, anything you eat as a vegan is terrible. Right. Good cooks will make you a delicious salad, cashew, cashew cream and fucking, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. And it's just like you eat it and it's like, this is delicious. I didn't even know dates go on a salad. This is amazing. Right. But if you don't know how to cook, veganism is like you just eat an apple for lunch. <laughs> the only way you can go vegan is by being a fancy cook, because if not, you're going to veganism just means eating like a homeless person. I bought the shiny apple for uh, 89 cents, right? I'm so skinny to go vegan, I'll probably die. Yeah, veganism probably won't work in your favor. I'd rather pray to the rocks. 
Yeah, man. Vegan and, and vegans always try to like talk a big game. They're always telling you it's like, oh, yeah, well, how do, how does a gorilla stay strong when all it does is eat plants? It's like, all right, first of all, uh, gorillas have different genetics than a human does. Okay, that's like saying, you know, like, oh, I, I do cocaine. And my body reacts in a way that it makes me feel like I've got a lot of strength. I'm a drugitarian, right? It doesn't work the same way. Our bodies are different. But bisons are one of the strongest animals in the animal kingdom, and they don't eat meat. It's like, yeah, look at, look at a bison and look at me. Where, where are my horns, right? <laughs> I look nothing like a bison, stupid. That's probably the worst uh, like way to convince somebody <laughs> to be a vegan. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a strength trainer. I'm a vegan because, uh, meese are some of the strongest animals in the, yeah, shut up. Right. T- take a, take a vegan to death row and watch them eat uh, fucking, uh, steak and shit. Right. Vegan's about to die. You want anything for your last meal? My last meal. Fuck it. Filet mignon with peppercorn cream sauce on the side. You want some veggies on the side? Fuck vegetables. Put bacon on top of that shit with scallops. <laughs> if you were to, if you were to die, right? If, if your last, if someone goes, what do you want for your last meal? You're not going to order anything vegan at all. Okay. You're not going to say, let me get a salad. Right. Uh, let, let me get uh, some uh, cauliflower uh, with Buffalo sauce on the side. No, fuck that. All right. You're going to go hard. N- my last meal. You give me two lobster tails. And you're going to kill the whole animal kingdom. Then get two lobster tails, some sausage. Uh, I want my last meal to be a Cuban chick. <laughs> All right. There you go, everybody. That's the uh, Saturday night version of the Miami Comedy Podcast. This was fun. Going live on the weekends. Uh, I think we can do something with this. You know what I mean? We go on, we're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. Facebook. Twitter, Instagram. Thanks for everybody. Uh, thanks every, uh, everybody for participating. Congratulations to JJ for being picked up by Only in Date. Once again, comedian JJ, who was on the chat saying some funny stuff, will be hosting our brand new Tuesday night show at Dom's and Brickle starting October 26th. If you want to reserve your seats, go to MiamiComedy.com. Click on the events calendar. Reserve your seats. Bring, don't bring your girl. All right, bring your boys, but not your girl, because JJ uh, is going to be macking it to her in front of your face, right? And then you would, you'd think he's so charismatic that you'd probably let him get away with it, all right? JJ will get in your girl's face, ask for her number, and if she says, no, I have a boyfriend, she'll then get her Instagram to pretend like it's a friendly thing, but he's really just going to slide in her DMs as well. JJ hosting October 26th, Dom's Brickle. And we also have some other shows. So tomorrow, Sunday night, Tipsy Flamingo in downtown Miami. If you guys want a loungy cocktail bar to hang out in and watch a live comedy show, Sunday nights, we're at Tipsy Flamingo, downtown Miami, 8 o'clock. Then Monday, we're at Red Bar and Brickle, our longest-running comedy show inside of this dimly lit, intimate bar. A wonderful show. And uh, Tuesday night, we're, our last show at Sweet Caroline is this Tuesday. Then next Tuesday is the Dom's show. Then Wednesday, we have two shows, one in North Miami. We're going to be up in Little River performing at Focal Brewery. And then if you're down south, Casa Tiki, which, by the way, has a ladies' night. So, ladies, you can finally drink free in one of our shows. 
from 8 to 10 o'clock. Casa Tiki, ladies drink free open bar before the show at 9 p.m. All right. Uh, Thursday night, Tripping Animals Brewery. And then next week, uh, weekend, we're going to be do Friday, Saturday, once again, going live for the Miami Comedy Podcast, where you can be a part of the show and we talk some shit. Sound good? There you go, everybody. That's our entire roster for next week. MiamiComedy.com is the website. Check us out for comedy shows, whether you want to see it virtual or you want to see it live. You want to have a drink. You want to talk some shit. You want to get macked on. We've got it all. All right. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great night, everybody.